Welcome to the January 11th, 2024 Alameda Recreation and Park Commission meeting. Happy New Year to all of you, and thanks for those of you that are joining us tonight. We have roll call, please. Yes. Uh, Commissioner Radiz. Present. Uh, Commissioner Schwartz. Present. Commissioner Alexander. Here. Commissioner Bernie. Here. And Commissioner Robbins. Here. I'd like to read a statement before we have um, non-agendic public comments tonight. The city welcomes speakers providing public comment, but please be advised that there is a limited public forum. As such, speakers must stay on topic speaking to particular agenda item. And if speaking during non-agenda public speaking comments, they must address the matters within the subject matter within the jurisdiction of the city. If speakers fail to follow these rules, they will be warned and if they continue to disregard the rules, their opportunity to speak will be ended. That said, do we have anyone in the audience who would like to speak on a non-agenda item? I have any slips turned in, and right. there is nobody online currently who has their hand up. All right, so public comment, non-agenda public item uh, comment is closed. Next item on our agenda is staff communications. Uh, Recreation Park Director Long. Uh, thank you. Um, thank you everyone for being here tonight. Um, we have actually a pretty busy um, uh, winter season here, so I'm just going to give you guys some highlights uh, to start. Uh, for recreation, the Elks Hoop Shoot Regional Finals take place Sunday, January 15th at James Logan High School. Alameda has qualifiers in each of the six divisions. Um, the Family Snowball Dance Party will take place on February 9th at the O Club. Uh, please sign up. That'll be from 6 p.m. till 8.30 p.m. Um, the Adult Women's Flag Football started today at Estuary Field uh, with five complete teams. Uh, the Snowman Family Pool Party will take place on February 24th at the Encinal Swim Center. Uh, winter classes start this month, so please go to our website, look at our updated uh, activity guide, and get out there and sign up for some classes. We've got a lot going on. Um, the Junior Warriors uh, basketball for elementary age students will take place on Saturdays at the Alameda Point Gym. There's still room to sign up. Uh, the program starts this Saturday, January 13th. Um, Tiny Tots wrap. Our wrap program and our team, they're all back in session, uh, and staff are uh, busy planning out the summer programs for 2024. Um, uh, the activity guide will be coming out for summer in late February. Uh, the field allocations submissions are due tomorrow. This is for all the uh, youth sports programs and adult sports that want access to our sports fields. Uh, and our fields are scheduled to reopen on February 5th, barring any undue weather that hampers us from being able to, to open on time. Um, swim lessons uh, kick back in and start up and at both Emma Hood and Encinal on January 21st. Uh, the third annual storytelling and drumming festival will take place at the Mastic Senior Center February 3rd from noon until 3 p.m. And lastly, I just want a reminder, the Starlight Movie Series kicks off on May 3rd this year. Uh, please check our website for the location and details for start time. Uh, they have not yet been determined, so thank you there. Um, for our parks, our park staff have been pretty busy. Um, they've been uh, out there getting our fields and our parks prepped. They've been uh, spreading a lot of compost out there that uh, we, it's part of our goals to reduce organic matter hitting the parks. We work with the county uh, to just 
to distribute over 2,000 cubic yards across the parks to, uh, to help take care of them. Um, we had a net gain this year of 72 trees planted through the parks. So as we have bad weather events and trees come down and things need to be removed, we actually increased after all the removals by an additional 72 trees. Uh, our Little John Recreation Center that many years ago, I would say pre-pandemic, had a fire. Uh, it is about to reopen, uh, and so we're excited about getting that facility back online. Uh, staff recently completed a vegetation renovation at the northern or eastern edge of Chichenyo Park, uh, included uh, planting of trees and uh, drought-tolerant plants uh, with, with an updated irrigation system. Uh, staff have been working on the Rose Garden at Lincoln Park, getting the irrigation updated there, and also uh, uh, doing a bunch of trimming of the roses. Um, the Lidecker sports field that was renovated in the fall of uh, 23 will be opening on February 5th as well. So we're excited to get that, that field back up and running for uh, everyone in the park system. Uh, we refreshed the courtyard and landscaping at uh, Tillman. Uh, there was a new uh, park sign installed at the Osborne Airfield. Uh, last month in December, we completed the estuary phase two community engagement meetings, uh, and we will be bringing uh, estuary park uh, design to you all in, uh, sorry, in March. So we'll be able to do that. Um, and we're recruiting for vacancies. Also, our recreation staff are heavily getting ready for summer. So please, if you know any uh, individuals who want to work part-time for the park system, please check our website and keep an eye out as we'll have many positions coming available for either youth sports, aquatics, and uh, other programs throughout the, and camps throughout the park system. So with that, that's my report for this month. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Director Long. And once again, ARPD is busy all the time. I was up there today and I couldn't get my parking place in the back. Everybody was there working today. So um, they work really hard. And if you ever see them out on the playground or out in the city, please be sure to tell them thank you. Anyone have any questions for Director Long? Sure. Commissioner Robbins? For the um, working, the, the part-time working, what about students with work permits that are age 14? Um, we'll have to, I'll have to look and see which programs that they could potentially apply for, as long as they have the work approval through the school. Um, again, it depends on which type of program, like they don't qualify for aquatics, but I can come back with a update for you guys, in, or I can send you an email update if there's any restriction on, on the age group there. Great, I have uh, well over a dozen students that are interested. All right, excellent. I have a question. Okay, Commissioner Bernie. For those that would be listening to this meeting, how would one be able to apply for a part-time position? To apply for a part-time position, you can go onto the city's website and look for career opportunities. All of our positions will be posted there. Uh, we also have hand applications that are at our uh, park and rec headquarters at 2226 uh, Santa Clara Avenue. Um, you can grab an application there as well. Anyone else? No? Okay, I would just like to say that uh, as a former ARPD director, I had the time of my life at that job and it was the best job ever. So all of you young kids get out there, go out and apply. Thank you. Next item on the agenda are the commissioner communications. Commissioner Bernie, would you like to go first? I would. 
I would just like to say that during the winter break, my mother and my brother came to visit me for the first time. This, is, this was their first time actually visiting Alameda. My mother is from Detroit. My brother is currently living in Houston. And I was talking to them about how, since I was on the, since I'm on the park commission, I was talking about the parks and gave them a short tour, though not as extensive as the ones that we were on a couple of weeks ago. And they were really impressed by how the citizens of Alameda use their park, use, use our parks and how clean and well put together they are. And I just wanted to use this commissioner's meeting to emphasize that a city that takes pride in its parks is, I can't say the exception, but I can't say it's the rule either, but it is something to be proud of. And that a lot of cities do not put the effort to take care of their parks for their citizens. And that's something that we all need to continue to do for the city of Alameda. Thank you, I agree 100%. Uh, Commissioner Radies. Sure, and I, I would, as a former uh, summer canoeing instructor, I would second your suggestion that summer employment in the parks is a great time and time well spent as well. Uh, I'd also like to express my appreciation for the great park store that we all enjoyed before the holidays. Thank you, Director Long, uh, for putting that together. Um, at the uh, beginning of the year, I am filled with tremendous optimism. Uh, I am also realistic about the ups and downs that this year uh, might present to us. Um, and so as a result, I just want to express briefly um, you know, my, my hope and my, uh, my anticipation working with you all to uh, support our recre recreation programs and our parks uh, so that they may be uh, valuable third spaces for our community to play, to engage, to exchange ideas, uh, and to uh, recharge through whatever this year might throw at us. Thanks very much. Great, thank you. Commissioner Robbins? I wanted to say that I been able to play tennis at Washington Park, and I have been able to play pickleball at Lincoln Park. Um, I, I'm blown away at Lincoln Park by the amount of people on the first Friday of every month at noon, they have a potluck, and there were over 50 of us there. I just happened to drop in at the time, uh, and it was just the most amazing crowd of people and I got to play with an 82-year-old woman and a 16-year-old young lady. Um, it was just wonderful to see so many different multi-age um, groups being able to play one sport together and everybody having such a good time. That, that was fun. Um, I'm on a USTA tennis team out of Alameda High School because Washington Park doesn't have enough tennis courts to provide, I guess, for all the different tennis groups that want to uh, be able to play here in Alameda. So unfortunately, we apparently don't have enough tennis courts uh, even to provide for USTA tennis teams here in the, in the city. Uh, I did go by Cruzy Park dozens of times, and every time I went by, the tennis courts were empty, which I thought was um, shocking every time. Uh, I visited Godfrey Park, Lidecker Park, and Chichenyo Park, by the way, the work you guys did on that East End is absolutely stunning. I, I commend you how well that, that looks. So thank you so much for what you did there. Um, and the Senior Center, I, every time the booklet comes out, I look forward to classes at the Senior Center, but they're never offered in the evenings. So 
it's kind of hard for us younger seniors to be able to partake in any of the senior stuff that goes on there. So at one point, it would be great if we could get some, some classes in the evenings for people uh, to be able to go, go to. And um, Main Street, the, the Main Street Linear Park, I saw that we're gonna be putting in wood chips and I'm excited about that. And I will talk further about um, potential uses for that park later on the agenda. Great, thank you. And Vice Chair Schwartz. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, so one of the things I've been frequent, frequenting a little bit more is the uh, Bay Farm Trail. So really nice to have that repaved um, I actually used to walk that way a lot because my son used to go to daycare over on Bay Farm. Um, so I haven't done it as much, but it's most I've kind of walked on it since it's been paved. Um, trying to usually get four miles in for my dog. So uh, it'll be really nice once that, that's totally paved around, uh, but really nice. To, it's a lot smoother, a lot wider. Um, my dog can be a little dog reactive, so a lot easier to kind of go around people without having to wander too far into the grass. Uh, so really appreciate that. Um, I was at Cruzy last weekend, and almost every weekend, um, but there's, there's new sand in the sandbox, which was great, um, so noticed that uh, right away, uh, and it was a lot cleaner, so appreciate that. My son definitely appreciates that. Um, there's also Gene Sweeney Playground uh, last weekend, stopped there on our way to Target, um, and just that, that playground, every time I'm there, it's just so unique, so cool that it just kind of blends into the landscape. Um, I think that's just a really cool touch. And then just having all that space, um, definitely to bring my son's tricycle there because uh, he's starting to get a little brave on our little two block street um, and heading down towards Ensenal. Uh, so we think it's a good place to kind of just let him ride around safely. safely. Uh, saw the approval for the final design uh, for the Alameda High School Swim Center, I think is on the agenda for city council's next meeting. Um, so, uh, I think it's going to be a tough year, I think, just trying to squeeze everyone in at Ensenal High um, across, you know, both high schools, all the aquatics programs, ARPD programs, and just the community as a whole. Um, but really excited to see, you know, that, that swim center, I believe, is almost 70 years old, uh, finally get the up update that it deserves. Um, and, then, and then thanks again to Justin for that parks tour last month. Um, I learned so much about our parks, how they operate. Um, Really excited for the future parks and, and upgrades that are coming. Thanks. Great, thank you. It's nice to know everybody's been out and about and enjoying the parks and have great comments. Again, I'd like to thank uh, Director Long for our tour that we had last month of uh, the old parks and the new parks and what's coming. And I'm a visual person. It's always nice to see it, you know, and not just talk about it. Um, I attended the holiday uh, celebration for the tree lighting and the menorah lighting. It was nice to see our Alameda Christmas trees again. There was a lot of people there that night, and I know that next year uh, Sarah Henry will have it even bigger and better, so it was a great start to bring that back. Um, I had attended the turkey swim down in the now swim center with, and I would like to uh, commend Stacy Thomas and her lifeguard staff who are absolutely amazing. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell, but they made the decorations for the holiday tree. Um, so those kids work really hard, and so does Stacy. Um, I stopped by Tichenio Park to see the new plaque that was put in. Um, great job. I know that was done as a donated project once by someone in the city, so I really appreciate their time and effort for that. Um, the staff, the new planting in there is great. The walkways are nice, much nicer. 
Um, I've been to the Mastic thrift store a few times just to kind of check it out and see what's there. So as I'm cleaning out my house for fall cleaning and spring cleaning, I'll know where to take my things. Um, what a great staff down there. I know that that's all run by volunteers and it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, I attended one of the community meetings for Estuary Park and listened to the comments of the people in the crowd. And I don't know that everyone knows that Estuary Park is meant to be an all-inclusive park. So there were a lot of questions about why is this here or why is that here, but that was our park that is going to be designed to be inclusive for everyone. So there's some great ideas down there of what to do. So I would encourage everybody to look on probably the rec site and see the drawings for that park and read a little bit more about it and educate yourself. Um, I attended the Elks Hoop Shoot contest down on the base with the uh, 1961 champion from fifth and sixth grade. Um, he actually had to go out and retrieve some balls because there wasn't enough people to help. So next year, maybe we could get a few more volunteers for that event, it would help them. Um, I went to Santa's breakfast to see all the kids in Santa. And again, Christina Bailey and her staff do a wonderful job. Um, kids had a great time, the parents had a great time. I know that now that COVID is over, Santa could actually sit by the children and read. It was wonderful to watch. I was on the Zoom pickleball meeting with a pickleball group and we've made um, some good strides on getting some more courts and working on to get a little bit more pickleball in town. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, oh yes, I've been up to ARPD staff probably at least once a month up to the offices just to stop in and say hi. I encourage the rest of you to pop in once in a while, introduce yourself. There's some new staff up there that I didn't even know. Um, and just to say hi and ask them questions and they're very willing to um, give you any information that you need. Um, and I have to say, I drive by Lidecker and Cruzy Courts at least twice a day and every time I drive by, there's people on them. So I don't know what time of the day we're all going, but there's usually always somebody having lessons at Lidecker and there's always somebody on one of the courts at Cruzy. So it could be the time of day, whatever, but I just, I take a mental note of that every time I drive by, so. And I'm looking forward to working with all of you this year and turning the reins over to Chairman Schwartz, to Vice Chair Schwartz as we get on through the year. And um, looking forward to working with uh, Director Long and his staff. Thank you. All right, next item on the agenda is to approve the minutes of the November 9th, 2023 Recreation Park regular meeting. I believe Commissioner Robbins, you were not in attendance at that meeting, am I correct? Correct. So you do not need to vote on that. Can we have a motion to approve the minutes? Happy to make that motion. Thank you. A second? Second. All right. All those in favor? Yes. Aye. Aye. Approved for. All right. Those minutes have been approved. All right. Regular agenda items. We have one item tonight. We have a presentation from the 2023 Community Needs Assessment by the Social Services and Human Relations Board. Welcome. Hi, Good thank evening. you. Welcome. Um, my, my name is uh, Scott Means, and I'm the uh, president of the Social Service Human Relations Board. And this is Samantha Green. She Welcome. is the she's the vice president. And we're going to uh, present this tonight. And uh, great, get this up. So I'm going to get right to it. Um, you can change. Are you doing the slides? Oh, oh, 
Oh, this is, oh, yeah. And I'll just leave it here for you when I get done. Okay, great. All right. Um, so the Social Service Human Relations Board, um, otherwise known as the SHRUB, and if you don't mind, I'm going to use that term going forward. It's less of a mouthful. Has the responsibility of assessing and responding to social service and human relations needs. SHRUB has periodically conducted a community needs assessment. Um, the last one was presented to City Council in 2018. Um, so in 2022, we revised our methodology um, and um, you know, for the 20, 2023 version of it. So we eliminated the, the previous survey from the website, um, I'm sorry, from the format that we were using, but we actually did keep it on the website. So you can actually go onto our website and see what previous findings were for comparisons. Um, we also gathered existing secondary data and we supplemented it with some community meetings. So as you can see, there's uh, 11 quality of life domains here. The goal of the 2023 community needs assessment was to have a better understanding of the community as a whole, um, to better assess the needs of all community members and to provide more effective oversight to city efforts. The board looked at more than 50 indicators across 11 domains, collecting data by age, race, ethnic, household type, and gender were available and relevant to the subject that we were covering. Now I'm gonna turn things over to Samantha. Thanks. Um, I'm gonna do the really nerdy data part. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with demographics. So Alameda continues to be a diverse community in terms of age, race, ethnicity, language, and incomes. Um, and while it's one of our greatest assets as a, as a community, um, it means that our programs and services have to meet the needs of many different communities. Um, the following slides provide an overview of some of the most striking data from our community needs assessment. And so presented here is kind of a wonky piece of data. It's an age dependency ratio, which I know most people don't look at. Um, but it's the number of young people and older adults in our community um, compared to those that are of working age. And so this is something that the OECD uses and the United Nations uses to look at kind of, um, it's more of an economic indicator, but it's also a great indicator for us to look at in terms of the populations that are in greatest need. So we actually have a really high age dependency ratio. It's higher than um, the state and as higher as the nation as a whole. Um, and it just is a great indicator to say that we have a community where we have a lot of young people, particularly those under the age of five, that are in need of different services and older adults that are in need of different services. Um, more than a third of our residents speak a language other than English in the home, and these languages are incredibly varied. 7% of our households are linguistically isolated, meaning that no one over the age of five speaks English uh, very well or above and that they may need additional language services or assistance to access programs. So the next slide is on income. So more than, um, we know that the cost of housing is really high in the city of Alameda um, as the whole Bay Area, um, and that many households are having trouble making ends meet. The Center for Women's Welfare has developed a self-sufficiency ratio, um, or standard, sorry, to understand exactly what a family needs without additional supports. So we gathered this data and started to look at it in terms of the um, income for our community. 
So no data are available on the number of households who don't meet this standard in the city, but we do know that 7% of households are in poverty, and these poverty thresholds range from one-fifth to one-third of what is actually estimated for a family to sustain themselves. We also know that there's significant disparities in income across race and ethnicity. American Indian and Alaska Native households are 44% lower than white households. Black and African American families are 41% lower. Hispanic and Latino households are 32% lower. And Asian households are 6% lower. Households identifying as some other rate reported half the household income of white families. In education, kind of by comparison, our schools are always, look, they look great, right? Um, and our graduation rates are very high. However, 9% of our students are still not graduating on time. And while there's many contributing factors, um, the board noted that student's sense of connection to school um, decreases with age and is actually relatively low. Um, slightly more than half of ninth graders reported that they had no caring adult at school at the time that the data was gathered. In terms of housing, affordable housing, of course, remains a concern. More than a third of households in Alameda have a significant housing burden as defined by HUD, which means that households are paying more than 30% of their income for housing. The housing burden was more common among renters than homeowners. Um, and again, we see disparities across race and ethnicity as a higher proportion of white householders are also homeowners. In January of 2022, the county point in time count on sheltered and unsheltered individuals was conducted and 264 individuals were identified as unhoused on a single night. The survey was conducted after the count and identified that more than 41% of those were households, unhoused households um, were experiencing homelessness prior to the age of 25, right? Which means that they either experienced homelessness as a child or as a, a family, right? Um, just as a side note, the point in time count is happening again this January. So uh, that'll be happening in the next few weeks. All right, personal safety. The board noted that between 2019 and 2021, there was a 36% increase in the number of felony domestic violence cases, and less than one-third of students in all grades reported feeling safe or very safe at school, which was concerning to the board. And lastly, social supports. So a brief survey of local service providers was conducted to support the community needs assessment. Community organizations reported safe, affordable housing was the primary need of their clients. Um, clients were struggling to meet other basic needs such as food, gas, utilities, and childcare. And there was also a great need for increased social connectedness and a reprieve from social isolation. And that was particularly true among youth and older adults. Um, these needs that were identified by service providers in the survey were reflected in the data that we also collected from 211. So we looked at all of the numbers or the, all of the phone calls that came in and we looked at kind of where those landed in terms of um, kind of what the requests were for services. And they fell pretty much in the same categories that we saw from the service providers. And that's the end of the data wonkiness. <laughs> Thank you. So it, um, in, in conclusion, um, uh, we recognize the segments of the population required special attention, and examples of this would be older adults, children, non-English speaking households, and households of color. Um, racial inequity uh, ran across all domains, and this is particularly true around income and dropout rates. Many households with children require supports 
because young people are facing unprecedented uh, mental health challenges, domestic violence is on the rise, and rental increases threaten family stability. And finally, housing with more than one-third of households in Alameda experiencing significant housing burdens, especially renters, and unsheltered homelessness continues to increase. Um, and to conclude this report, I just I do want to recognize that Samantha substantially did the work on, on this. I want to recognize her hard work and also appreciation um, for the assistance of the great um, city staff in Alameda and you know, Marcy Johnson is here tonight in support of us. So I want to thank them for that. And if I may, I just want to also say that I, I would encourage people also to work for a parks department. I spent 13 years working for a neighboring city's parks department. There are some of the most memorable times of my life. Young person wants to get in the job market is a great way to do it. So definitely support that. Thank you. Great, thank you. Does anyone have any questions that they'd like to ask? I know this is just a presentation, <coughs> but will you take oh, yeah, questions? Okay. Anyone have a question? I have, I have questions? Okay, Commissioner Bernie. The first question I have is the last survey was done in 2018. That was, that was five years ago. So what is the cadence of how often this report is done? So these reports are done every five years. Mm -hmm. um, so the previous survey that was conducted was, it was covering information that we weren't really using as a board and that no other city was, department was really using. Mm -hmm. um, and so it wasn't um, actually answering any of our questions. So that's kind of why we moved to the secondary data Piece instead. So we moved to the data wonkiness instead of a community survey. Okay, so. so the, the community survey probably won't come back. Right, okay, okay. so there, there, how do we track whether the, the this situation is improving or not? So our goal is to redo this report with these same indicators again. So we're required to do it every five years, correct? Yes. Yeah, so we'll do it again um, in 2028. Okay. And we've been trying to do it with at least three years. Maybe next time we'll do five years of data trend. Okay. And so I'm an engineer by training, and therefore I'm interested in the walkingness, walkingness of the, how you gather such information. Therefore, how are you gathering this information? So most of this data is publicly available. So we mostly used U.S. Census data, um, data from our community organizations, um, so all of this was existing secondary data that was already printed and other reports are available online. Mm -hmm. Most of the links that are in the report are live and it'll get you to the page where we gathered the information. Mm -hmm. um, most of the data that we collected um, are indicators that other communities are collecting with their community indicator reports, um, as well as the Community Indicators Consortium, which is a group of people from all across the world that collect information for community needs assessments. And in your assessments, do you do a comparison with other cities in the Bay Area or is it just focused, on, are you just focusing on Alameda? We just focused on Alameda. There were a couple of data points where we did look at stuff from other communities. Um, it's definitely something that could be added to next the next report um, for comparison, but we just focused in on Alameda. Okay. Yeah. Anyone else? No? Okay. Um, I guess we should see if there's any public comment online. Currently, uh, there's only two attendees in there, and neither one has their hand up. 
All right, so public comment is closed. I want to thank both of you for the presentation tonight, a lot of hard work that you did, even though it's wonky and you had to do it. It's, mm -hmm. so it's a lot to gather and put together. I appreciate the presentation. Uh, we don't need to vote on this or anything tonight, so thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you, and Happy New Year. All right, the next item on the agenda is our next meeting on February the 8th, 2024. Do we have any agenda items for that agenda, Director Long? Yes, so um, we will be bringing back Deephave Park um, for the final design uh, to move that uh, project forward. So that'll be on February 8th. There will also be a presentation from the Alameda County uh, Paratransit, uh, their annual report about uh, seniors and um, their, the different access points here in Alameda. So that'll be on there as well. All right, thank you. Does anybody have anything they'd like to add to the agenda? I Mr. don't know Robbins? if it's, I, I'd like to get your feedback on this. I know the Alameda Arts Council is looking at arts overall for Alameda itself. And the uh, linear park, I think would be, um, it's, an, I'm not sure if that was on the tour or not, but it's the really long Main Street linear park. And there's not much use for going on with that park right now. Um, there were some great um, athletic stopping points at one point, but that that's kind of, um, hasn't we haven't had the funding to keep that up. But I think that that would be a beautiful park to be able to showcase artwork and a way to attract people uh, along that park. So I'm just wondering um, if there's any way to um, have the Arts Council give some kind of presentation to us about what it is that they're looking at and how we could potentially um, partner with them in some way with our, our parks that we have. Yeah, I can ask them to come and do a presentation. I know uh, they recently had their annual presentation to city council for their um, plan. So I can actually have them come and uh, see what, what month we can get them in, but I can make that request. Cool, thank you. Anyone else have an item they'd like to put on the agenda? Chair. Doesn't necessarily need to be on the agenda, but um, maybe in your staff communications next month, we'd like to hear how um, we're going to balance some of the, the aquatics programs with uh, Emma Hood going down in the next couple months. Um, we'd love to just kind of hear how, how that balance is going to take place. Okay, just as a, a, a point of uh, information. So right now, we are predicting that Emma Hood will remain open until um, May. And we don't, we're not sure if it's going to be the uh, end of May. Uh, it'll depend on when the state architects notify the school district of approval of the project, finally. So just bear in mind, I'll bring an update with you for that. But also just bear in mind that there will be a, a good portion of the year that we weren't anticipating it being okay. open. Yep. So. Anyone else? I would just like to have you put on the agenda at some point in the next couple of months um, a visit from the Leisure Club. Thank you. All right. Anyone has anyone else? Any more comments? We're good. All right. Do we have a motion to adjourn the meeting? I make a motion to adjourn the meeting. Thank you. Do we have a second? I'll second that motion. Thank you. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Meeting is adjourned. See you next month, February eighth, twenty twenty-four.
742. That might be the shortest book. <laughs>